Hello everyone, this is Ariel Marquez, one of the pastors of Victory Alabang, and you're listening to Preaching in Practice, a podcast where we talk about last week's preaching and how we can put it into practice today. Want More is a series addressing some issues of the heart regarding the area of money. Is it wrong to desire to get rich? Doesn't the Bible promise that if we obey God, then we will be blessed? Is there anything wrong with wanting more in this life? How do we discern between greed and contentment? Well, in a day where we are bombarded with so many advertising messages, we cannot help but have a desire to buy and accumulate things. The temptation is just so strong that we feel that we're missing out if we don't buy the latest gadget or have the latest services, or if we feel that our neighbor or maybe a friend has some a new thing, and we don't have those. Well, companies are consistently developing strategies that enable them to gain a competitive advantage in the industry. Recently, there has been some controversy whether marketing is used to create or satisfy consumers' needs. Many consumers that are vulnerable feel that marketing creates needs in the industry, and therefore, because of their strategies, they get exposed into buying unneeded products or services, putting them into a debt trap. Well, let's read our text found in 2 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 to 10. Verse 6 says, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation in a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. But you, man of God, flee from all these and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. And in verse 12, it says, Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Well, more and more Christians all over the world believe that material prosperity is the right of every believer. They believe that God expects them to ask for it and to anticipate it as a sure fulfillment of His promise. Well, there's nothing wrong in believing God or praying for things, nothing wrong in wanting to advance in life, nothing wrong in wanting to uh, be promoted or wanting to start a new business. Yes, I agree that the blessing is a promise from God, but my question is, is God really obligated to make every Christian rich? Jesus warned his disciples to guard their heart against all kinds of greed because a man's life does not consist of one's possession. Many times you associate the blessings of God with having a lot of money. Well, we need to be careful about the pursuit of wealth. I do know that we all need money. We need money for families. We need money in planting churches. We need money in advancing God's kingdom. We need money in, you know, basically living this life. Money is a tool, but definitely money is a terrible master. And I just want to share three things that we can practice from Paul's reminder admonition to Timothy in his letter to the latter. First is we need to be content with what we have. 
The word contentment speaks of having sufficiency or having enough. Well, at some point in your life, you need to decide which of these two words will rule your life when it comes to having things. Well, these two words are more or enough. More, if your answer is always wanting more, let me tell you right now that your answer will always be more, no matter how much you get, because more things will never satisfy your desire for even more things. But if you choose to let the word enough rule your life when it comes to having things, then no matter how much or how little you have, you'll always be satisfied and content. Choosing contentment means deciding that you will let go of the word more in your life and holding on to the word enough. People get trapped in debt because of discontentment. Well, one of the books that I have read many, many years ago shared that there are practically two sources of debts nowadays. First is spending tomorrow's income today, like buying a car on loan or maybe buying a new dress on credit card. Living well today for them is more important to most people than living well tomorrow. That's why they really have a short-term attitude or mentality about finances. And the second reason why, or the second source of debt, is not willing to change lifestyle when circumstances change. Like, for example, a man who lost his job is not willing to change lifestyle and adjust to his you know, meager income. Or maybe a newlywed couple having a baby uh, trying to uh, you know, still live the same lifestyle as they had before. Uh, you know, one quotation I can remember from an anonymous uh, person is, just as some people make enough money to live comfortably, they want to live extravagantly. Wanting to have more and more and more and more, not being content with what you have, is really a dangerous trap for many people out there. Well, secondly, be careful of the love of money. People will not readily acknowledge that they love money more than God. But sometimes you can see the effect of the love of money in a person's life. They have wandered from the faith. That is what uh, you know. Paul said to Timothy. These are referring to even believers who have turned away and they have pierced themselves with many kinds of griefs. Some of the effects of the love of money can be seen uh, in their life. Let's say like loss of health or loss of relationships, loss of trust. Some have entered uh, into crime or maybe have been trapped by debt or have declared bankruptcy or maybe have been depressed. Some have even lost families and even loss of life because of a uh, you know, mispriority in the area of wealth. We say we love God, but what do we do if the price is high enough that we can actually think sometimes that we can actually compromise? Many men and women have abandoned principles and values for the sake of having more wealth, justifying that it is for the family or maybe even for giving in the kingdom of God. Well, lastly, we must pursue God and not money. The real issue of love for money is idolatry in one's heart. Jesus reminded his disciples, no one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You can never serve both God and money. I guess my question for us as I 
close this short exhortation is, which word would you say characterizes your life? Is it more or enough? It doesn't just have to be about money. Some people want more out of their marriage or more out of their church or more out of their job or more out of their life. They have never learned to say, I have enough. They have never learned to be content. And so they go from church to church or job to job or some people even from marriage to marriage just looking for something more or something better. Part of doing church together is choosing contentment, being satisfied with God and with what God has given you in Christ. Being thankful for many blessings you already have instead of constantly wanting more or different blessings. Well, we need to seek a godly life that pleases God in every way. So as I close today, which word describes you really? Is it more or enough? Godliness with contentment is great gain. And I pray that you will choose contentment. Well, thank you and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on our website, www.victorialabang.church. And while you're at it, you can share this with your friends too. Tune in next Tuesday for a brand new episode of Preaching in Practice.